0: Hey, welcome to the H Hour Podcast.
1: My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt, and we're sisters. We believe here at the H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the H Hour. We're so glad you tuned in today. I'm Heidi and this is Heather. And we're happy to be with you. We are happy. Okay, Heather. So we don't often We usually just dive right in, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to talk today about the fact, I feel like most people think when you read the Bible, it's super boring. Mm -hmm. And I'll be real. I have thought that many times in my life. Yes. There are times in my life where I've thought, I know I should do this because I'm a Christ follower and it's the way I learned about Jesus. Right. But it's so boring. Mm -hmm. I have full on thought that. Yep, And so I wanted to point out something that I felt this week in my Bible reading, and it actually made me laugh out loud when I read it. Okay, So when we were growing up, we had this dear woman in our life, and I'm just going to say her name. Her name was Rhonda Byers, and she was my (laughs) best friend's mama. Yes. And she, to this day, had one of the best smiles and the best laughs that I have ever known. Yep. And you all have told me that I have the Rhonda Byers laugh. You do. Every now and then. You do. It only comes out occasionally. Like I have to be genuinely cracked up by something. Just tickled by something. Yes. And then the Rhonda Byers laugh comes out. So um, anyway, I was reading in God's word the other morning. And those of you that have listened, you know, we just so believe that you should be in God's word. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's the only source. Yes. Um, but I was reading and I just laughed so hard. Okay. Proverbs fifteen seven says, A bowl of vegetables with someone you love is better than steak with someone you hate. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe you had to be there, but I'm just like picturing. Okay, so I love a good meal. I love good food. If Kip and I are going to go on a fun date night, absolutely. I want it to be an excellent food option. Yes. Because that speaks to me. I love good food. Yes. So I'm picturing like this bowl of raw broccoli and carrots and cauliflower. Yes. With someone I love. (laughs) And then a beautiful steak with lovely sides with someone I hate. It's easy. Proverbs says. Yes. The vegetables are better. Especially because you can roast
0: vegetables and they taste amazing. All
1: sorts of things. Add some butter and salt to those things and they are delectable. (laughs) But anyway, my point is this. God's word can be fun. Yes. God's word is life-giving and it doesn't have to be mundane, drudgery, check it off the list, get it done just to feel like you've done your duty as a Christ follower today.
0: Don't do it if that's what you're
1: doing. No, no. And Find the joy in it. like yeah. find like I was reading today this crazy story about the the prophet Eli and mm-hmm. Samuel, which we're going to talk about at another time, but just like ask the Lord to show you, God, what do you want to show me today in these verses? Yeah, and the interesting thing about reading that proverbs a couple of days ago was I have thought about that so many times. Mm. just the fact that one it made me laugh, mm-hmm. which let's be real. I don't feel like we laugh often enough. No, not enough. Like my kids make me laugh all the time, but just throughout life. Yeah. um, It made me laugh, but it also made me think really deeply about the fact that, you know, I love connecting with people over good food, Mm -hmm. but also the importance of making sure that the people you're connecting with are the right people. It's
0: so good. My husband was just talking yesterday and I'm not even going to try to explain it because it's he has these thoughts that go so deep that mm-hmm. I j- like it leaves my head spinning. <laughs> but it involved feasting and sitting down with people and what communion was mm-hmm. in Jesus day. Mm-hmm. Um and it it really was um sitting down and sharing a meal together. Yeah. And it it was different than what we think of communion as today. And it was this whole idea of doing that with one another and the significance of that. And so that's what that That verse makes me think of, um, but it does make me laugh that you brought that up because my kids and I do this thing where every day, uh, every school day that we have, we start off with a Proverbs. Mm -hmm. And so we'll read through it verse by verse, and then they'll highlight verses that stand out to them. And you do one Proverbs a day, and so you get through the whole book of Proverbs in a month. So we're on, what, you know, September, October, November, December, January. So we're on like five times through Proverbs since we started school. Yeah, And the... Number one verse that <laughs> always gets mentioned. Is that one? No, that one they liked. And we laughed about that okay. a few days ago because it was on the 15th. Right? Yes. But it's this one. It's from Proverbs 6. And it says, Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. <laughs> Learn from their ways and become wise. Yeah. And whoever gets that verse to read just howls with laughter. Yeah. Because they think it's so funny that. In the Bible, it says, Hey, you lazy bones, look yeah. at the ants. And yeah. it and it it's fun and we all laugh and we talk about what it means. Yeah. But I love that. I love that we're talking about the fact that the Bible can be so fun, yeah, and so life-giving. Yeah. It doesn't have to be somber and Mm-mm. serious. I mean, parts of it are for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I know that we talk about this a lot on this show the importance of being in God's word mm-hmm. and the importance of knowing his promises because you cannot claim and stand on his promises if you don't know them. That's right. And I think if you are not using this as your number one tool mm-hmm. alongside the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. inside of you yeah, that gives you revelation, um, man, you're missing out. Absolutely. You're just missing out. So I've been doing... Um, a read through the Bible in a year. And Mm -hmm. it's probably actually going to be read through the Bible in two years Mm -hmm. because I'm just taking it a little slower and that's okay. My goal wasn't to speed read through the Bible. It was to read through the whole Bible. And I've done it before, but I haven't done it in a while. And so I'm, I'm really loving it, but I'll just be honest. My absolute favorite books that I have read are probably some of the most avoided misunderstood books in the whole Bible. Mm -hmm. And they've been numbers And Deuteronomy and Leviticus, Mm -hmm. like these old law, Old Testament books. Yeah. But God has revealed so much to me in them because I've just listened. Yeah. Uh, And so I just want to encourage anyone out there who says, because I get it. It, When you just pick up your Bible and you think, I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to read. I don't know how to understand it. I don't know how to hear from God. It can be very overwhelming. So I want to give you three really quick resources. And I've used different ones of these at at different seasons of my life, depending on what I needed. Um, but the first one would be YouVersion. Mm -hmm. YouVersion is an easy app to download on your phone and they have countless plans that you can jump onto. I'm using the chronological one right now. So So you read through the the Bible chronologically and it's set for a year, but you don't have to do it in a year. You can go at your own pace. Right. Um, but there's tons Mm -hmm. of different options. If you struggle with fear, you can look up what's a Bible reading plan on fear. There's two more that I want to highlight, just especially for people who really need something to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not as much of the person that wants to go do a daily someone else telling me what to read. I kind of like to go like dive in myself and say, Lord, what I'm What am I hearing from you? What am I supposed to read? But there's no shame at all in following something, especially if reading the Bible every day is something new to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first one is called The Bible Recap. And um, just Google it. Um, You can find it on Instagram. And it's an incredible, I've looked into it. I haven't done it myself, but I've looked into it and I've heard the founder of it speak a couple of times and they have a daily podcast that explains what you're reading. Mm. So you can read a portion and then you can listen to their very short podcast every day to explain the Bible, which helps a lot of people. If you don't spend time studying the Bible yourself or you don't have that time to do that, this is a great resource. Absolutely. Um, And then the second one is She Reads Truth. Mm. And this is an incredible organization. And their goal is just to get women and men and kids in the Bible, reading the Bible every day. And so check out their apps, and that's a great resource for getting yourself in the Bible every single day.
1: I love those thoughts, Heather. And I also noticed just the other day that She Reads Truth announced that they are coming out with He Reads Truth. They've got it. They have it. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. So if you are one of our guy listeners, which shout out to you guys, thank you for tuning in. We hear from you and we love you. Um... That could be a great resource for you as well. And you know what I love about He Reads Truth is that they really
0: thought through what speaks to men. Gotcha. And they realized that it was different than what speaks to women. Yeah. Women are really drawn to pretty things and the emotional side of yes, the Bible. Yes. And so mm-hmm. they they made their He Reads Truth Bible. And I. I just know this from hearing them talk about it, sure. um, but they made they did a lot of research and said what speaks to men, and then they made their Bible based on that, which That's I think so is cool. amazing.
1: And they have a kids' reach truth too. I love that, so good. So yeah, I just wanted to remind people that the Bible doesn't have to be boring, and especially now in today's setting, we have so many great options. To, I mean, it even keeps you accountable if you sign up for U Version. So, and it's literally just Y O U U Version. They will send you a text reminder every morning or an email saying, hey, don't forget to read. And it's not like they're hounding you, but it's just that prompt to go, oh, that's right. Um, yeah. So I think in the busyness of life that we all face, mm-hmm. you know, we remind ourselves to work out and we remind ourselves to take our vitamins and we read all of the things. Get your Bible reading in there because yeah. it changes everything. It feeds your soul.
0: And Heidi, we, we set aside time three times a day to feed our bodies. Yeah. To nourish our bodies. Yeah. And I would argue it is equally important yeah. that we nourish our souls. Yeah. And so many don't. Mm-hmm. I don't in seasons. Yeah. You know, I and I can think back to seasons of my life where I've let that slide and mm-hmm. it's not been a priority. And even even now, we know where I'll go a few days and I haven't gotten in my word. I haven't gotten in God's word and I haven't spent time listening to his voice and I can feel it. You can
1: tell a difference,
0: can't you? Know, you? I'm Yeah, I'm angsty. Yep. And I don't have as much patience with people mm-hmm. and I don't remember his promises That's as right. quickly. I don't recall them as quickly. And yeah. So we talk about this a lot because
1: it's, it's like our fuel. Yeah, it's what keeps us going. Well, I know both of us. So both of us are in ministry, and uh, you know we hear a lot of some really raw things from people often. And I, my number one question is usually, have you talked to Jesus about this? Yeah. Have you spent any time listening to Jesus about this? Yep. Because I do feel like we tend to be a generation where it's like, who's your first call? Who's your first text? And the reality is like. Sometimes it doesn't need to be your best girlfriend. Sometimes it doesn't need to be your spouse. Sometimes it doesn't need to be your mama. Mm -hmm. Like it needs to be Jesus. You know, us going, well, this is the situation. Who do I go to? I go to Jesus. And when that is able to become our first response, and that's our first response because we know his character having been in his word, Mm -hmm. then we are more likely to implement the truths of his word. And to implement the promises of his word. Because his word holds the promises. Right. But we are the ones that have to help activate them right. into you know our why, lives. Do you know why
0: most people post on social media? Because they want a reaction. True. They want a reaction from people. Yeah. I was going to say they want attention over it. Yeah. They want yeah. acknowledged. They yeah. want... Um, they want justified. They yeah. want people to look Validated. at it. And it. They mm-hmm. want people to look at it and say, good job. Or right. oh, I'm so sorry you're going through this. I'm so sorry you, you know, you ha- your kids are sick at home today and you're having a terrible that's why the number one reason that people post on social media. Yeah. And so I think, man, if we went to Jesus first mm-hmm. instead of a quick story on in Instagram to say like, hey, this is what I'm going through today and it's really crappy. And, you know, I just want you all to know so you can pray for me. There's nothing wrong with that. yeah. But did you go to Jesus first? Did you go to God's promises first?
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: And the reality is when you're in God's word, you know, his promises. Mm -hmm. And so you can recall them quickly. My husband just told me the other day, he's memorizing, um, revelation one and it's, it was just so encouraging to me to hear that he's, he's actually putting God's word. He's put hiding it in his heart. He's putting it in his heart so that he can recall it. You know, that's, yeah. that's an incredible thing to hear from your husband. Like I'm memorizing God's scripture. Yeah. And. I'll be honest, like that's not something I've done in a while. I know a lot of God's scripture because I've grown up with it and I've memorized mm-hmm. a lot as a child, but I haven't made that a rhythm in my adult life. Mm. And it really convicted me like, sure. okay, spurred I, you on. I need to step into that. So yeah. maybe for me, daily Bible reading is something I have in my life,
1: but I need to work on memorizing. Mm, that's good. That's good encouragement. So I was reading in 1st Samuel a couple of days ago and um I was just struck by, well, one, the deepness of the story. Um, If you've never read 1 Samuel, I would highly encourage you to go read it. It's in the Old Testament. Um, But it's about this woman. It starts in chapter one about this woman named Hannah, who was barren. And she was married to a man that had two wives. And I mean, that's a whole conversation in the Old Testament. (laughs) We'll do that someday. Or not. But the one wife could have children. And this woman was Every year, when they would go to present the sacrifices to the Lord to thank Him, um, God's word says that this woman would taunt Hannah about the fact that she did not have any children. And it was considered, you know, disgraceful if a woman couldn't bear children. Yeah. And so Hannah is in this deep anguish and she's just crying bitterly. She's praying to the Lord. It says in verse 10 of chapter 1, and she makes a vow. She says, You know, Lord, if you will look upon my sorrow and if you will answer my prayer, if you will give me a son, I will give him back to you Mm. and he will be yours for his entire lifetime. And she said, this will be a sign of my dedication to the Lord. Mm. And um, it goes on to then she goes to the temple, she's praying and someone sees her and she's in such deep anguish that they think that she's drunk or it says that she has been drinking wine or anything stronger. Hmm. And she says this, and it struck me so deeply. This needs to be our response. She says, I am very discouraged and I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. Hmm. Like she's going, no, I'm not drunk. I am so discouraged Hmm. that I am pouring out my heart to the Lord. And I think, like that needs to be our response is in when we have those moments of deep discouragement or we're walking through something really hard, we need to take a lesson from Hannah and go, we need to be pouring out our hearts to the Lord. Yeah, that's right. And it, our anguish is so deep that we're not taking time to text our girlfriends. We're not just chatting about it and, and constantly lamenting it. We are getting on our knees, Mm -hmm. on our faces before the Lord, and going, This is the anguish of my heart. Yeah. Because He has the power to get us out of that. That's right. And to give us the healing we're asking for. Hannah is a perfect example. That's right. Because then it goes on to say that because of that, the Lord answers her prayer and He gives her a son, Samuel.
0: You know, I can remember specific times in my life when I have literally fallen on my face in anguish to the Lord. And I can look back at those times and I can think every single time mm-hmm. he showed up, that's right. It didn't always look like the exact way that I would have wanted him to show up. Sure. but he showed up. yeah, like he followed through with his promises. Yeah. And looking back on them now, I see that, that his way was best. That's right. My way wouldn't have been best, yeah. Um, but every single time, he acknowledged my anguish yeah. and he showed up. And I just think if we're not starting there, Mm -hmm. we're going to live a life in a complete circus, Mm -hmm. a chaos of always trying to figure out what's going on and why we're spinning out of control. And there's just no other, there's no other answer. That's right. You know, I, I tell people that a, a lot, like it's the best tool I've got in my toolbox. Yeah. You know, I can, Give you all the advice in the world, but the best tool that I have, the best advice I have is, have you met with Jesus about it? That's right. Have you gone to Jesus? Have you gone to his word? Mm-hmm. So I think, Heidi, it's a theme that we will keep hearing on this show and we mm-hmm. will keep saying on this show because it truly is the best tool that we have. Absolutely. And um, everything else pales in comparison. Mm-hmm. It's great to have community. It's a, it's amazing to have community and encouragement, and that's biblical. Mm-hmm. But if you are only listening to the voices of your community
1: and not the voice of Jesus, you're, you're missing out. Yeah. And making sure that your community that you are listening to are the ones pointing you to, pointing Jesus, you to Jesus, saying the hard things yeah. that need to be said in order yeah. to get you off of your mat, out of your funk, out yep. of your darkness, you know, pulling you into the light. Yep. Cause that's what God's truth does is it, it reveals the light, no yeah. matter how dark it is. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah.
0: Well, I will link on our show notes, those resources that we mentioned. Okay, great. And as always reach out to us. We love to hear from you. We love to hear how you read the Bible, yeah. how you hear from God. I yeah. mean, it's exciting for us to hear other people's perspectives on this too. So message us on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. probably the best way to get a hold of us. And as always, we're so grateful that you listen. We will chat with you next time.